This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charlotte Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey, y'all, welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because we are doing something a little different. Um, God really laid it on my heart to just press record and share my story about leaving my old church. Um, There is a lot that is really kind of goes into the story. And so I want to share this testimony and I'll tell you why it's important. God has really been kind of highlighting to me why it's important, but he very specifically told me that I didn't need to study. I didn't need to get no notes. He wants me to just open my mouth and tell the story. So today's episode is entitled, Y'all God Told Me to Lead at Church. Amen. Okay. So my husband and I are really like first generation saved, saved, right? As I feel like many of us are that are listening to this show, that we're the first ones really kind of like walking this thing all the way out. And this is no shade to our parents. Our parents are great people, et cetera, et cetera. But we're just doing things different, right? Like how many of us know that truth is greater than tradition? And so we don't always get it right. And so as the next generation, we really just are the first ones to really explore our relationship with God for ourselves. And I think I've shared on the show before about how God had us pick up and move. Y'all sold our house on Craigslist. Like it was a whole thing. Um, shortly after we really got serious about our walk with him and we moved down to Florida. 
So when we moved down here, we went to this really great church at the time. You know, it was where God had called us to be. From the moment I stepped into the door, I knew that God had sent us to this space, right? Like it just was everything that we needed in the time. It was, they had classes. It was just, it was everything that we needed. And so even in me sharing this testimony, know that there is no shade. There is no church hurt. Ain't nobody do nothing to me, child. Um, And I feel like that's really part of the reason as to why God wanted me to share this story. There are times where God will call you out of a situation, a relationship, situationship, whatever the case may be. And it don't always have to be like dramatic and like traumatic. A lot of times we just need to learn how to follow the cloud. And again, I'm not um, reading from any notes or anything like that. So um, it's in in Exodus, right? When the children of Israel were um, in the wilderness, God sent, it was a cloud of a fire by night and um, it was fire by night and a cloud by day. And when the cloud would move, they would have to pick up and go. Sometimes it would be a day. Sometimes it could be a couple hours. <laughs> Sometimes it could be days at a time. And so and it wasn't even a, a, that's not a small feat, right? It wasn't like today where they had like one bad child. We know that we living out of a suitcase. No, they had tribes of people, animals. So can you imagine like you get all your stuff unpacked, got your little tent, your hood, all the things, right? Like you is given what it's supposed to give, right? And you are like, all right, here we are. And the cloud picks up and move and you got to pack all the people up, all the animals up, all the kids and go to the next space, right? And so know that, you know, in that it wasn't always that people were chasing them out of town, but God was like, it's time to go. Right. So know that every time God calls you out of a space, out of a relationship or tells you to disconnect from someone, it does not have there doesn't have to be this big, like dramatic ending. Like we can't be friends anymore. No, <laughs> like God said it's time to go. Um, And so, you know, there was no church hurt. Nobody did anything to us. I mean, we're still um friends and in relationship with a lot of people that were at that that are at that church or were at that church, right? Um, and so I say that to say that I still absolutely love um the people there, but let me tell y'all what had happened. <laughs> so um when we first moved there, I was but a babe in Christ. And when I say but a babe, I thought I legit um thought that the book of Job was job that I said it aloud. And my daddy told me to never tell nobody else that. <laughs> but I legit thought I was sitting in church and the pastor said the book of Job. And I said, oh, that's what that says. (laughs) Right? Like I was but a babe in Christ. And that was just, now it's been six years, right? So um, for me, that space was what I needed. It was very um, straight out of the Bible, very, you know, it was, there was a system and we would go every Sunday every Wednesday for Bible study. Um, We participated in the classes. So they had classes about marriage, classes about grief. I mean, tools that were really, really great. But here's what had happened. I came to a point where God was growing me deeper, right? Than what was being provided in that space. He was calling us 
to get even deeper than where we were now because we were at about year three. Um, and we had even moved from where this church is located about 45 minutes away. And we were still going Monday or Sunday, Wednesday and um, and serving in ministry. Myself, I was in the health ministry and my husband was in security. Right. So we were still very active in that church and God was calling me deeper. I got to a point where I would leave church and still feel like I hadn't been fed spiritually, right? Um, it was getting to the point where I could finish the pastor's sentences because he's very charismatic um, and his, his style of teaching is not for everybody, but um, if you're there long enough and you're there two, three times a week, you know, you'll know what's about to be said, right? Um, and I never had experienced church like that, like not on a consistent basis. And so it was just really kind of like, okay, so, you know, like, what do I do? I, we just kept going, even though I felt like, okay, I still need to go home and watch something else child is going to give me a little bit more than what I got today. And so it wasn't until I got into community. Um, so I am a part of another community, not, um, my own, which I highly recommend y'all joining. We didn't switched over y'all from, uh, producer society to producer university. You click the link in the bio because I ain't about to take up all y'all's time. But child, that's not an ad. But honey, get in community. I say that because I was in community from um, a podcast that I was listening to, Tatum's podcast. Shout out to Tatum. Look at how God worked. Um, I was in Tatum's community and we did a 21 day social media fast. And our pastor at the time was really well known for. Um, for praying every morning on prayer line, but the prayer line was just really him reciting scripture. And I got to a point where I was like, I was still doing it. Um, because I know like it's scripture. So like, it's not bad. Like reciting scripture is not bad at all, but I was on a 21 day social media fast. And I went to my, my friend Rondell, who also does my hair. Um, and I was talking to her like, yeah, you know, God has really just been, you know, telling me that I probably should, like, I think we need to switch like churches, but I, I don't really know. And I, I have some questions about kind of like how church is supposed to look. And I don't really know who to ask um, and without either one seeming like I'm too like churchy churchy because there's some people who are just baseline Christians and they just got fire insurance because they don't want to go to hell and they ain't really deep into this. Okay. Um, and then there are people who, who are just so overly churchy. That's like child. No. Um, but I knew that Ron was a really good resource. And so, I told her just kind of like, well, you know, like the prayer line is just like scripture and I haven't been on the prayer line, but I guarantee you, like, if you find it, cause I'm fasting, I'm like, I guarantee you though, if you find it, like I can recite word for word prayer line. And I was, able, she played it and I was able to like finish his next sentence. She couldn't even get through it, you know, because she was like, Sharla, that's definitely, I said, should I be concerned? Like, I'm like, I just feel, it felt like it was getting stale. And I didn't know that that was the feeling, right? So I would find myself like worship would be fire at church, and then he would get up to to get up to preach, and I'd be like, oh, on the inside, <laughs> oh my. And I 
me being a baby Christian, I'm like rebuking the devil, uh, trying to check my heart to make sure that there's no, you know, has it, he ain't sinned against me. Like, da, 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 like his family, like they are very, you know, good people. And I could not for the life of me figure out why I was getting agitated, right? Like I'm like out here putting oil and trying to this and that. And it wasn't, it wasn't that. So, you know, I talked to Ron and I'm like, okay, I really need to sit on this for a minute because I don't want to move outside of God's will. I really need to hear from God. My other conflict was that, um, and I may or may not have said this on the show, but my my father-in-law passed away when my husband was like 20 years old. So it was really important to me that he had all of these connections um, within this church, which was something else we had made community, et cetera, et cetera. But especially him, where he had all of these, um, just all of this male influence that was really God led. Um, And it, it was a conflict for me because I didn't want to feel like I was pulling him away from that. Right. I was struggling with like, okay, God, I don't know what's going on, but what I do know is that I ain't about to keep getting up and going 40 minutes that away if I'm just going to come home and watch Transformation Church, child. So I'm going to just stay home. And I really don't like the idea. I feel like if you're married, y'all should go to the same church because how can you walk together if y'all not going in the same direction? The Bible says something like that. Like, how can two walk together unless they agree? That's what it is. Um, And so to me, it's really important for my husband and I to be under the same headship um, spiritually, because that's your pastor or your shepherd, as our current pastor says, your shepherd, like he that's your your spiritual headship. That's who's accountable for your soul. Okay. Um, And so I really struggled with the idea of pulling him from his community, it being like, I'm the reason because for some reason I'm discontent. Okay. Like I was, I was churching it up and really it was God showing me or telling me that it was time for me to follow the cloud. Hey sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mom and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? Sis, it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much more. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume he is undefeated click the link in the show notes to get your copy today now let's get back to the show so I really didn't want to start no drama 
Um, I had mentioned it to my husband that like I just it wasn't hidden for me. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I had just started my um, doctorate program and I was like, I don't know if I'm just, you know, overly tired. We had just moved into our house. I don't know if I'm just overly tired or whatever, what have you. But is it cool if I just, you know, stay home um, and I'm going to be bedside Baptist while I just kind of navigate through these feelings. And my husband heard me. It wasn't no beef. He was like, yeah, like, you know, I feel you. It do be a long day. Um, and you are in school, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, whatever, you know, he's always there to support me. Um, but he, again, was in security ministry. And so he, you know, he was going to church. In the meantime, I was like, God, we got like, we got to go. Like the more God had kept confirming things to me over and over, bringing things to my remembrance, like, one time we were in Bible study. Again, this is no shade, but this is the truth. We were in Bible study and God had really called me to go deeper in in him, right? And so I had purchased a study Bible and we were in service and I realized that the, the notes that were on the screen from Bible study um, were line for line, word for word including the commas, child, directly copy-paste out of the study Bible. And I was like, I, do I need to be present for you to read to me what's already in my study Bible? And that really spoke to me about a couple things. One, some of y'all are coming in here and thinking that you're the, the word is already available. Like, this commentary is available. This isn't his own commentary, he is literally reading the scripture and then reading this comment. Like I, I can do this from home. And so again, I was like, I mean, but it's the Bible though. Like, it's not like he's leading people astray, right? He's legit. It's like legit reading out of the Bible. So, okay. <laughs> right. So I wasn't, I wasn't, now that I've grown even more, I know that it's more, it's levels to that. We ain't going to get into that today because nah, you should be getting your own revelation from God to be anyway. Um, but I was like struggling with that. Like, bruh, (laughs) this is how you prepare for. Okay. Uh, now, now red flag. Uh, that's the thing right now, right? Red (laughs) Red flag. If your Bible study from the pastor is just him reading the commentary straight out your NLT study Bible. Okay. Okay. So, um, I really struggled with that. And then after that, that's when I did the fast. And so it kind of like snowballed from there. That was the first thing that piqued my interest, um, in terms of like, you know, that was the first red flag. Then the, the second thing was when I talked to Ron about the, the prayer line thing. Cause that was starting to feel stale red flag. Um, there were just a couple little, little red flags, right? It wasn't that, um, you know, somebody was talking bad about me in the church and did it like none of that. Like we were very well loved. Like when I stopped coming, <laughs> um, I stopped coming and I'll, I'll kind of get to like my last day there, but, um, I stopped coming and came back to serve the last time. And somebody, somebody was like, Oh my gosh, welcome home. Like, like that, that is the church. And it, it's a mega church in the area. Um, and so it's popular, but just cause it was popular child, what I've learned is like, it's not popping spiritually. It's, it's the popular place to go, but it scares me. People who've been there for five, six, seven, eight years. Cause by year three, I was like, 
chicken again? Like, I'm, I'm tired of eating chicken. <laughs> I'm tired of milk. <laughs> milk again? Ugh. Um, It really, really, really says something about being led by the cloud of God. So, anyway, one of the Sundays, I um, had asked God to really make it clear to me because the feeling wasn't, the feeling, the agitation was not going away. I had like, went, took a couple Sundays off, went again, and I was like, nope, 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 this, no, <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it, God. Like, it ain't, this can't, it's not me. At this point, it's, I done prayed, oh, uh, it's not me. Something is off. And then, I don't know why. It's irking me. I later, as I've grown and had shared this with some wise counsel, has learned that that was the Holy Spirit really like trying to alert me to the fact that it was time to go. So don't ignore your like, don't ignore that. Like, it's not always you. You need to really seek God and ask him, is is there a message? Like, look, I thought it was discontentment or like this or that. And I didn't check my heart a couple of times. And it, it's not that. It keeps, it continues. It's not me being tired. I stayed home the last couple Sundays. And um, it was in that moment that I was like, oh, I won't go back. Um, so I wasn't going to um, go back again. But also was like, okay, God, you're going to have to show, reveal to Andre the same thing, right? Like, I hear you. Now I know that this is you saying that we need to go, but I need us to be in agreement on this. Um, and I know that Andre has his support system there. And I really want to be mindful of that. And I don't want to move outside of your will. I need you to speak to Andre about this. So I stay home one Sunday. And, um, I, I turned on transformation and it's Bishop Gary McIntosh, who's the founding pastor of transformation. Um, also another side note, if you only listen to pastors that you like, I need you to grow spiritually in your spirits. Like that is not a very mature thing to do because God's word is still good all the time, as long as it's truly his word. It don't matter how much charisma they have or don't. You'll miss out on a word that God has for you because, oh, it ain't Michael Todd today. Let me turn this off. Stop it and grow up. Okay, I say that with love, but I need y'all to come on. So um, Bishop Gary McIntosh was teaching and he was teaching about following the cloud. That was the confirmation. I said, God, Yes, thank you. Okay, it is you saying it's time to go. Thank you. Like, that's what I needed. And when I tell y'all that very same Sunday, my husband comes home from church, walks into the room unsolicited by me and says, yeah, it's time to go. Y'all, y'all, I could have fell off. I could have fell. Jesus was on the main line. I could have fell off my bed. I said, what? He was like, yeah, today. He's like, I don't know what happened. Like I was standing there doing security and where he stands, he gets um, the, kind of the perspective of the pulpit as well as the rest of the, the congregation. And he said that he was watching service, but he couldn't really focus because Everybody was laughing and, you know, I look, our current pastor, he be getting some one-offs and it's, it's funny when it's funny, even me, right? Like there's a level you, it, you can have, you can laugh 
right? Like that's, God gave us the ability to do so. But it was like the same story again about his kids or this or that. Um, and everybody's a key, key, key. But I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out like, how does this tie back to what you was talking about with the word though? Right? Like you'll read the scripture aloud, but there's nothing here. There's no meat here. And I don't, I know it was nothing but God that gave him that revelation that day um, that it was time to go. And so we made the decision that we would be leaving, right? And so Andre had let them know, again, because you do everything in decency and in order. Do y'all hear me? Like, so don't be like, oh, I'm out. I'm leaving this church because I ain't being fed here. And just because somebody corrects you, i.e. rebuke, that is not the reason for you to lead a church. Oop. I said it. Okay. That's what that you, we are called to iron sharpens iron. What I'm saying is that where I was at, it was dull. And so I wasn't being sharpened and that's a dangerous place to be as well. And it don't take you kicking and screaming. Uh, oh, I'm gonna tell the past. No, we, Andre put in his resignation from the, um, the security ministry. He, he served his last couple of Sundays. Um, and then I had a Sunday that I was going to serve that January and I did because you do everything in decent. I had already committed to that. So I do everything in decency and in order. And so I finished that race. Well, now let me tell y'all what had happened. Rondell was getting elevated as a minister in training. Cause I was like, we're, we're still fairly, we ain't went to no other churches. Like we're still fairly new to the area. And Rondell had invited us to, her elevation service, she was getting elevated as a minister in training. When I tell y'all we went to her elevation and her pastor opened his mouth, I was like, wait a minute, this is how y'all be eating out here? Hold on. Wait a minute, because I'm just here as a visitor to support my friend getting elevated in the Lord, but I done got my whole life. Literally that day we walked out I was so proud of Ron we walked out and I said to Andre I said that's our, this is our church like God made it very clear this is our church we had got invited to another church it wasn't hidden it was just it no it no Mm-mm. I said God said this ain't it sis this ain't it um but but this is our church. Like, this is where we belong. The next week um, was Christmas, and they do outreach every five weeks. And so I was like, oh, yeah, we'll definitely come. I wanted to donate some stuff. So um, I had brought some stuff to donate, and we were serving. And when I tell y'all, two years later, we ain't left. That is our church. Now, let me tell you what's so critical about moving when God tells you to move. Because that was December of 2019. Y'all know the pandemonium came right after that. God had us come. We visited. Then we served because we didn't need nothing at the outreach, but we wasn't just going to show up, drop some stuff off. Uh, we we hands on people. like We love to, to help and serve and love on people. And so um, we did. <laughs> and we have not left. So from that point, what happened? Church shuts down. Now, in between, we joined. We ended up joining the church. Um, we went to the the New Year's Eve service. Andre said that he felt led that we should join, so we joined the church. Um, Andre, right, maybe right after that, like maybe February, um, 
was invited to join the minister and training program. I was going in support of him. Um, and because I don't like driving by myself to church. Um, uh, but then Pastor Keith was like, no, 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 no. You is also <laughs> right. He's like, I'm not gonna make you do nothing you don't want to do. But I was like, I'm in school and I don't really want to and overextend. And I want to make sure that, you know, it's really something God's telling me to do. And it was. Um, and so we ended up joining MIT. Um, I started, we started serving in different areas of the church and very quickly, um, could tell that this is where God called us to be because we were in leadership to the point that when the world shut down in March, guess what happened? We were still coming to church because I am a part of the communications team. Now I'm the communications team lead. And so we like, I'm working the cameras and stuff. Like, so me and Andre are here. So it's like five of us. And it really allowed and allotted that time for us to have this kind of accelerated growth behind the scenes, right? In a secret, like in the secret place, because people weren't physically coming to church. So we were able to continue to build this relationship in a way that was expedited because we were obedient to God's timing. Can you imagine if we had not left when God said to go, when the cloud picked up and moved, we would have missed that critical time point for the 10, 11, almost a year of us really just being able to get to know not only our pastor on a personal level, but for him to really challenge us to grow deeper in Christ. The 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 thing that I've been uh, begging for, like, I am hungry for the Lord. Can somebody please say something besides a joke? It's not even funny no more, okay? Like, huh, <laughs> right? So... It was really, really, it really, the revelation I got was that it's important for us to really operate in God's timing because delayed obedience is still disobedience and it will have you out of position. What if I would have been like, well, God, I don't know if it's really you or, okay, God, where else am I supposed to go instead of me actively looking? And I would have missed that opportunity to to really be in a secret place and grow in a way that is is just exponential growth. Like I can't even explain the things that God has done in that period of time, not only for myself, but my husband, right? He never went missing or lacking any type of relationship. He has like, y'all, the Lord is the Lord all the time. And so even though it's scary, even though you may not know what's on the other side, you have to follow the cloud. You have to know that God's ways and thoughts are higher and better than your thoughts because you never know what you may disqualify yourself from because you were disobedient. Like once God said, yeah, no, it's me. Go. I did not waste any time, but I also didn't make a big sting. It wasn't me. I'm not out here running a smear campaign. Oh, don't go to that church, child, because it didn't like, no, because if that's, that's not of God, whatever God wants to happen is going to happen. It just was no longer the place for us when it was, when it was God ordained, it was God ordained. Like it was like, you know, it, it's a graduate to me. I see it as a graduation. Like, okay, we was in, in pre-K and now we is in college because to me, that's the amount of growth and depth. I, look, I said what I said. Um, but now we is in college and we are learning um, in a way that we've never learned before, being challenged to grow in a way that we've never been challenged before. And it is phenomenal. But I appreciate my first church because I got to learn 
a lot of things about myself and God, right? Um, and who he is and what he does. A lot of the fundamentals. Um, but there's a time and a place where he calls you to something different. And just because nothing traumatic or dramatic happened does not mean that God is not calling you out of that space. Everything doesn't have to end in, oh, well, we ain't talking to them no more, none of that. What's so, here's how God works. My Our first lady is a member of a sorority. And she had invited her sorority sisters to church. This was recently. And one of her sorority sisters is somebody, a friend of ours from the old, from our old church. Matter of fact, the other first, the, our old first lady is our first, like in our, they're sorority sisters, right? So they know each other. And so it's not, there's no bad blood, right? Like, but for, um, our, our friend from the old church to come and they, we had just got elevated as ministers in training and they wanted to do like kind of like a public acknowledgement of like, they were like, um, how about MIT stand up? And can we just, you know, thank God for them. And she like, her eyes got so big. She was like, Oh my gosh. Like, Emma, when we talked after she was like, I'm so proud of y'all. Like, this is phenomenal. Like, this is so great. And so I'm just really, really, um, it really came full circle and it really shows me that God has a plan. And even when it don't make sense, we have to follow it. You have to follow the cloud. You cannot be scared. It doesn't have to be bad. It don't mean I got church hurt. It don't mean like it, there's all of these things. It don't mean, even though now in retrospect, because I've learned more about God's order and call and what church is supposed to look like, even though in retrospect, there've been some things that I was like, oh, that wasn't even that. Like, right. Like, so I, God has revealed even more to me outside of that space. I still have no bad blood. I, my heart is, and my concern is like, okay, God, whoever is not supposed to be in that space, you need to really call them to be out of that space because it's, it's stifling, right? Like it's going to stunt your growth, staying where you're comfortable. I was very comfortable where I was, but that's how your growth gets stunted, right? You, God is calling you to outgrow. If you have a, a, a plant and if the plant starts to outgrow the pot, if you don't replant the, if you don't replant the plant, it'll die right? The roots can't grow and do what they need to do and it will die. And so you don't want your purpose to be snuffed out. Um, you don't want any of the things that God has called you to do to be snuffed out because you're refusing to, to allow him to replant you. So that's it for this week's episode. I just really wanted to come on and share that testimony, y'all. It wasn't our traditional, uh, you know, I got these points, this is what you take away. But I know that somebody really needed to hear um, that testimony because when I tell y'all the amount of just warfare that was keeping me from getting this episode recorded, ciao. Um, so I just pray that this blessed you and let me know if y'all liked it. Um, hit me up, slide in my DMs because we can do more girl talk things. I'm going to start getting on YouTube and doing the things y'all. I just, I just be doing what God told me to do. In the meantime though, real talk, um, producer society is now producer university and God is really doing some amazing things. If you have not joined and you thought that you may have been thinking about it, y'all, at the very least, take advantage of the two-week free trial because, one, um, when God tells me that uh, tomorrow, today's price ain't yesterday's price because the way that he had me update with the courses and all of that, child, don't wait, okay? Um, 
take advantage of the two week free trial. We are even we're actually having fellowship and game night on Tuesday. We're playing culture tags. So it ain't even super, super deep. And you get access to all of the um, courses, all of the child, all the things um, we just started. Uh, so like we're doing a we have a business center within PHU. So we have a free social media um, marketing class that we are um that, you know, self-paced that you can do. So there's just a lot of things going on that God is doing and equipping those um, who come into our path. So if you've even considered it, girl, come on, come on in, child, um, and at least take advantage of the two-week free trial because it's a it's a situation. We have such a good time in Christ. So anywho, child, I love y'all. Y'all know what it is. Continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And I will talk to y'all next week. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.